Hello. How are you? My name's Campbell Walker. My name's Bryce Mills. I was going to just say Cam, but then I went for the full, full hog. <laughs> Very formal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how we're doing it. All right, this show is called God is Dead. That's what we do every week. We find a couple things from the internet, sometimes one, sometimes ten, sometimes three. All of them, no matter what, are going to prove to you that God has completely abandoned planet Earth. That's right. That's our thesis. And we're going to take you through three things. What are we, what are we starting with? We're going to start with a case that I would describe as being... Lobster worthy. Ooh. You ever heard that phrase? I never have. I never have. Gee, it's some sponsored content. American lobsters, expression, good times, all coming your way. Hell yeah. Better be lobster worthy. Hashtag lobster worthy. We're going to be talking about something called a jawser size, a jaw strengthening tool that makes your jaw look a little bit more chiseled. Oh, dude. Yeah, you can target all muscles in 2019. Everyone wants that. Everybody wants a chiseled jaw. Love that. And one of the weird places where cringy, weird moments come up is... Q&As at conventions. You could look up on YouTube, convention Q&A panel, cringe, and there's going to be some weird stuff. Some unhinged folks make their way to them, ask some weird questions. There's a very old but gold one we want to dive into as well. It's definitely proof that God's dead. I think we've got to let it rip like a damn Beyblade, though. Three, two, one, let it rip. God is dead. Case one. Lobster worthy. Have you ever defined something in your life as lobster worthy? Gee, I don't know, Bryce. What is lobster worthy? Well, it's made up by a brand. <laughs> it's not a real word. Is it a brand like like Red Lobster? Yeah, you bet. So oh, I nailed it. Red Lobster in the US. Their Twitter account says, Our tweets are like our seafood. Fresh. Hashtag Red Lobster. Then we have this video they've put up. It's a collab, I believe, with Now This. And Cam, I think we just got to check it out. Sweet. For those uh, playing at home, Red Lobster is like a chain restaurant. Imagine fast, casual, fast food style dining. Tyrese, famous, I guess, figure in the US, has decided to hit the streets. Tyrese has always been a performer, says the subtitles. But he loves putting a smile on everyone's face. So he's headed to find a few hashtag lobster-worthy performers. Interesting from Tyrese. So they're on the streets in like, I don't know, Venice Beach or something. He's in this van. You know where they have like the production van or something? Yeah, like in the production area. It's a very reality TV style cut. Well, you, you could even say that he's on a... He's on a freaking movie set, like the way it looks. And it says Tyrese, and his title here is hashtag lobsterworthy swagmaster. And they've also teamed up with <laughs> Now This to make the video as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 that's what I was saying. It's just um, a weird collab. Tyrese is, I guess, about to scout these dancers who were just naturally in a circle on Venice Beach, breakdancing and spinning on the concrete with no shirt on. Frick, that's lobsterworthy. What's lots of work to do exactly what they're passionate about, which is dancing, performing, and just wanting their gifts and talents to be seen. Okay. So that's what lobster worthy is. That's what lobster worthy is. <laughs> to me, it's all lobster worthy. Hashtag lobster worthy appears on the screen. Holy shit. And Tyrese smiles for the first time in the video as yes. he says hashtag lobster worthy. Because he's been paid. He must smile at this point. 
<laughs> and one thing that Venice Beach is known for around oh, the world. In, he's in like a secret surveillance tent where they've set up multiple cameras. In fact, m like four cameras watching the street performers from every conceivable angle. That's just it. This kind of reminds me of one of those 90s cartoons where things were totally radical. Kind of like Rocket Power where it's like, okay, what's the coolest thing imaginable? How about some kids who can skate? surf oh and they're even good at hockey and they use cool words and this is like red lobster's been like all right what's cool break dancing oh yeah yeah so they've got all these street performers just break they're street performers and there's been a lot of people that's been discovered out here oh tyrese pulls up he's about to he's about to talk to the dancers many of them are topless and he starts filming them with his phone, right? And the crowd's getting bigger and bigger. People dancing. This is almost what I imagine Opera Homeless style was <laughs> supposed to look like. You know? Alright, who else All right, got some dance moving in the crowd? Just break Give them some love, y'all. Give them some love. Tyree okay. seems to have co-opted the dance circle. And now he's asking other people to <laughs> do their moves. Tyrese, that's not your dance circle. He's in the circle. He's penetrating the circle, filming from every possible angle. There's a huge circle around them now. Tyrese, you're only supposed to enter the circle if you're about to dance. It's the rules of the circle. Oh! All right, we've just got random punters doing, like, average the worms. Why would he film it on his phone when they've got professional cameras there? It's just, a, oh, I guess it's supposed to look like he's doing it. Because it's an ad. Y'all gave me some love. We got gift cards and Red Lobster. <laughs> Okay, so now Tyree starts handing out gift cards to Red Lobster <laughs> as if to say thanks. Thanks for showing me That's some love. That's what he said. Yeah, you gave me some love, so here's some gift cards. Let's to see Red how he Lobster. ends it here. Only 20 seconds left. You gotta give one to Pop first. Yes, sir. Celebrating, Celebrating a unique, unique talent, talent, it says, says the on the super. screen. Yeah. That was lobster worthy. Oh my god. All right, okay. better human for having watched oh, that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. My God, that, I'm so glad to bring that to you. Dude, that is a privilege. Thank you. Honestly, thank you. Seriously, no worries. That, that's like my favorite type of content. So how it ended was when Tyrese was like, hey, anybody else want to come into the breakdancing circle? Then like some rando friggin' dude in like his late 40s was like, yeah, I'll do the worm as he did. Then... <laughs> The whole, the whole crowd's like, that's lobster worthy. <laughs> oh my God. That was, that was wonderful, man. It's just so natural. That's I how real ask, life works. I couldn't ask for more from sponsored content. Final judgment. Cam, I've never, you've never seen a lobster worthy thing before. You've seen the lobster worthy campaign from Tyrese. <laughs> Is it proof that God's dead or alive? Oh, man, 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 man. It's proof that marketing is full of idiots, isn't oh, it? Oh, far out. Sorry, anyone that works in marketing, unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> nah, just kidding. But no, like, we love you. I, what goes through a brain to go, yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, this it's not is a single brain. It's, it's not a single brain. Uh, Multi-levels of a company to go, yes, love it, love it, love it, let's go. They have this idea of how the world works. Life isn't a movie, son. Bryce, you're not being very lobster-worthy. They've just <laughs> shown you their unique talents, which we've learned is what lobster-worthy is. It's what so weird because oh, well, what, I, what I was going to say is this feels like the thing that you could have parodied before it got created. It's that close to looking like satire. Absolutely. There was 
in one of the earliest seasons of Family Guy, we're talking season one, two, or three, when the show was hot, there was a song called Hickadoola. I don't know if you remember. And it's like they were basically parodying one of those surf rock songs where it's like Bumbaleo or something. You know, there's some sort of random word where they're like, what does Hickadoola even mean? And they're yeah. like, well, Hickadoola is that special feeling when you, hold it, when you hold hands with your best gal. It's cheering real loud for the home team. It's catching the perfect wave. And then a captain says, it's obeying all the rules. What? No way. So, like, it's like a great parody on the surf genre. But I feel like this is exactly what this is. What is lobsterworthy? So, guys, what is lobsterworthy? <laughs> it just feels like I've seen that as a parody before I've seen it as an ad. I'll tell you what, as well, like, knowing, having been on the streets giving out gift cards before, oh, yeah, you, you just d- know when when some of the punters walking by, some of the what they call in the industry prize pigs, mm. get a little whiff, they go, oh, you guys giving out gift cards? Give me one, give me one. And they would have been, like, having to turn the cameras away from them because all these guys, oh, wait, give me one. It's like, no, 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 you don't have a unique talent. You didn't provide a lobster-worthy talent. I'm afraid you weren't lobster-worthy. <laughs> get out! <laughs> So, yeah. So, like, for the reason that, I guess, creativity by committee. I think we've talked about this before. There's a quote, uh, donkey is a horse by committee. So, it's when everybody just has their say, then, like, something starts at what could be gold and then just turns into a piece of shit, inevitably. And that's basically what this is. And I'd love to know how this started. And I'd love to know who put their hands in it. And I'd love to know the original ideator of this idea, what they thought when they saw this. Were they just like, oh, God, it could have been so good. It feels like the branded cousin to a video that I actually made a parody of. Um, it's on my Instagram, if you want the context, where um, Soul Pancake did a video where they were going around going, um, we're going to give people the feeling of giving. And so they'd go up to people and be like, hey, I want to make your day better by giving you a bike or an ebook." And it's like, oh, really? Oh, my God, thanks. Wow. I love giving people free things. It feels so good. And... It's just very weird, the whole video. So I went around um, giving out chewy caramel M&Ms, like, thanks for M&Ms, we are going to make some people's day better, and asking people to pretend to be super happy about it. Um, and Soul Pancake actually found that video, by the way. No way. <laughs> they found it, yeah. Um, they, were just, they just did a um, both hands up emoji. That was all they did. Oh, that's so corporate, isn't it? That's yeah. so corporate. Yeah. So, but it yeah. feels like the cousin to that, where it's like, let's make it branded. But once again, that has already been parodied yeah you know what i mean it's like they're tapping into a genre that's been done like that genre was dead the nail was in the coffin and that thing was six feet under it's very mtv teen show where they're like we're getting five skaters to show who has the most lobster worthy talents and the winner is going to get a birdhouse skateboard and a lobster red lobster <laughs> gift card yeah. like you feel like and you've a three seen month that. supply of lobster <laughs> <laughs> yeah you feel like you've seen this a million times over to the point where exactly it's like how do you get so silly to it just can't be taken seriously put money behind that uh, i do believe just the sheer like how no one flagged this is beyond me Nothing is lobster-worthy. God is dead. <laughs> this is not God-worthy. That's it, man. No originality. Creativity by committee. Tapping into tropes that are done to death. People aren't stupid. God's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Look at that. Yes. God's dead. No lobster. God is dead. Case two. Jaws size. Bryce, how's your jawline? You tell me. I think you have a good jawline. Thanks. Probably used to pop a bit harder. Well, a little more. 
you know, a little more fresh. Back when you had your fighting weight. Back when I was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, when I was fighting weight. Um, Would you want to get your jaw back to the fighting weight type? Mm. Would you like to have your jaw a bit more chiseled? Oh, jawline's cool. Yeah, you want a bit of a jawline? I'm not self-conscious about my Well, jaw. have I got a product oh, for oh, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing the Jaws of Size Jaw Strengthener. It's exactly what it sounds like. A device designed to strengthen your jaw. You're probably wondering, how do I strengthen my jaw? Basically, it's like this little silicon ball that you put in between your teeth. Not unlike you've seen my dogs. One of them is extremely ball obsessed. If they're not playing with the dog, if they're not playing with the ball, sorry, he'll just chew the ball all day. So it's basically that for humans. So can you imagine like a small rubber ball in your mouth? And your dog just... has a great jawline. Yeah, <laughs> it works. <laughs> or does it? So you are just chewing this ball all day long. Right. Oh my God, it's like a squishy ball. Yeah, it's basically a workout for your jaw. And they've got before and after pics on the website where it's like, it'll have a guy with like a slightly round jaw. And then in the next one, they're just so obviously tensing their jaw. Already, look, I'm no, I'm no like expert, but the jaw is not a muscle. Well. It's not. It's, it's about your like body fat. You're probably wondering how it works, right? So they've got sink your teeth into this workout. This is from the website. Jaws of Size is designed to work out the full range of motion of your bite, giving you a stronger and leaner look, the kind that Botox and face filler can only hope to deliver. With 20 to 50 pounds of resistance, this innovative piece of equipment will chisel and sculpt your jawline for the best look ever. Think about it. They actually wrote that. There are 57 plus muscles in your face and neck. That's where you're wrong, doctor. (laughs) That's 57 plus muscles you've most likely never put through a proper workout. Every year, people contribute billions to the cosmetic industry, restructuring their faces through surgical injections that don't last. They've tried everything, or so they think. But when was the last time they really gave their jaw a proper workout? Jaws size is for anyone who wants a healthier, stronger appearance. They're marketing it to gym bros. Come on. Are they the ones that know that this is shit? Like, I'm not even... I'm, look, 57 muscles in your face. Yeah, but your jaw is not a... Doesn't You can't get muscle hypertrophy happening in your jaw. No, and there are actually sidelines. So, I've looked up like a medical report on <laughs> the side effects, which aren't reported on the website. Oh, my God. And yeah, so uh, there is Dr. Parrish said... Gizadeh, Associate Professor of Clinical Dentistry at the University of Southern California, said that the jaws of size jaw strengthener should actually be avoided because they have the potential to lead to development to development of jaw problems, including tension headaches, jaw clicking and popping, and injury to the temporomandibular joint, which is the hinge that connects the jaw to the face. I just learned that. So even if you do start putting on jaw muscle, they said that it's not exactly how you'd how you'd imagine it looks. So this is a quote from Dr. Laurel Henderson from uh, the USC said, "We don't have any measure of how much muscle you're going to gain, so you might actually have a bad aesthetic result from it. You might have more bulk than you wanted, like a football player neck." 
But dude, every every muscle counts. Yeah, so trying to get shredded, man. All these doctors basically say that first of all, spot training for fat isn't possible at all. So if you're using the jaw, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So even if you do increase any muscle, it won't decrease the amount of fat on your face. So you can. This is what that Dr. Henderson said. You can build up the muscle in your area, but you may not see it if there's a fat layer on top. However, the chewing motion on the product will stimulate the metabolism in other ways, for better or worse. So, chewing does actually burn calories. However, it's going to make you hungry. Right. So, ultimately, it could have not just a negative effect. It could make your neck look weird, but it could also make you want to eat more. want to eat more. Yep. Goodbye, goodbye jawline. Wow. And how is this legal? The company has a disclaimer on their website saying, Jaws Size LLC makes no medical claims in the cure of any illness, safety of use, or damage to teeth and gums. Use Jaws Size at your own risk. Final judgment. Bryce, the Jaws Size jaw strengthener. Is it proof that God's with us, or has he just left us to our own devices? God's died long ago. I mean... Firstly, this product's born of vanity. We yeah, can all just agree. I'm not, I'm not trying to be... I don't know much about body image problems and, and stuff like that, but, you know, come on. Like, this is just part of that whole big epidemic problem that we have. Men and women both experience it, where it's, yeah, you're not good enough. And also, that where did it get lost in the rhetoric that you can have some kind of results... By shifting your diet and exercise, you know, calories in versus calories out. I know it's not that simple. But why is it that we have so many solutions, thousands and thousands and thousands of books about this stuff? And it's confusing for people. And they get trapped by this kind of stuff because the right marketing comes along and they go, oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I don't have a great jawline. That's how I'll do it. How do you, have you ever seen Ziz, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> with. A jaws the size in their mouth? They get it through other means. I mean, but it's so powerful. All these forces that, that spin this whole industry where we, we find ourselves gravitating towards things like jaws the size, things like, you know, skinny teas that are essentially meth. It's so bizarre that you can capitalize on sadness so readily. I think that's the thing that blows my mind. It's like if you're the type of person who's at that weird middle point where you're not totally, where you haven't totally given up on your looks, you're not in incel territory where you're like, oh, my whole life is awful because I'm ugly. And you're not in that territory. Oh, but you are still in the territory where you still want to fix things and you do want to improve, but you're still not in that territory where you want to do much hard work to improve. I think that's such a weird market. And that's basically what it is it's the get rich quick market. Yeah. Yeah, so many. Remember on YouTube all the time, like, how to get this in 15 days. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Just any... Look, I think a good rule of thumb is any quick fix is just not going to work. You know, or you get the results and then spring back to where you were because of the fact that... You know, it's like people that do these insane diets, but what happens is then when you actually start eating normally again, your body is like, oh my God, yes, finally. And then overcompensates by creating so much more fat or whatever. And that's a very simplistic No, no, no. But it, like that, but that, that, there's a parallel with tokenism and you see it a lot in countries that have elected a female into power. It'll be the only time that they've done it because they're like, okay, we've done it. Go back to all the men that were in charge. Right, right. So, I mean, this is getting a weird, weirdly woke uh, yeah, conclusion to try yeah. not to nut on you, but like... No, 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 no. But what are, you, what are you thinking? God's dead, dude. I mean, 
the jaws a size thing. It's just, and I'm not like outraged. It's just dumb. Like it's, it's just, just actually dumb. dumb. It's just landfill. That's the problem for me. God is dead. Case three. Notice me, Elon. This is a really old video. This came out years ago. I was, like old gold. Yeah, it was before Elon Musk turned weird. <laughs> He was kind of revered as this, like, wow, this pioneer with all these ideas, and he's quite intelligent, and wow. And now it's like, okay. So I feel like Elon Musk couldn't resist making memes or something. He wanted, like, oh, I want to be a memer too. I don't know, because I think often when people get just propelled into stardom, it's usually just aspects of their personality that they have that are exaggerated by their intense fame. So he might have already had that kind of, like, geeky culture contributor aspect to his personality i mean if he's making all that sort of stuff he obviously wants to be part of the conversation sure so perhaps it's just been massively messed up by the media yeah well back when he was absolutely pretty pretty untouched is this pre or post jaw implants how did he get jaw implants yeah yeah and and hair plugs oh man if you got that money this is pre implants it looks like i'm not seeing anything crazy here i didn't know he did that i think this is a shareholders meeting that he's at and he's here taking some audience questions. And one of my favorite ones I've seen is like there's Minecraft ones where a lot of the questioners have no sense of uh, emotional intelligence. Huh. And they'll just ask something straight up like rude or say something straight up rude. Or there's like a few comic ones where it's that type of person we've talked about where they've learned sassiness from a uh, TV show, fictional character. And they go, oh, I'll just act like that in real life and it'll be awesome. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. It's so rude to me. <laughs> Read some cues. There's one I saw of a celebrity like fighting back. It was great. Anyway, here we are, Elon Musk. We'll just have a listen to the question that's being asked of him. Just, just a quick follow-up. Um, I've been asking to speak to you now for two years um, to talk to you, to tell you that I'm also a super genius like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everyone thinks he's joking. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's joking. Everyone's having a giggle, and this the guy, guy is, behind him is like, "What the hell?" Yeah, um, he's like, "Oh god, the camera's on me too." This will be on Instagram. God is dead, not clickbait. If you would like to see it, I'm not sorry. I'm not sure I'm, 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 sure I'm one, but all right. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. Cool. I'm just saying, serious. This is all, to all benefited Tesla shareholders in, in the world. I am a capitalist like yourself. I am also a level. There's someone doing sign language in the bottom right corner of this video as well who has to <laughs> who has to translate what he's saying. I wonder what she was thinking at the time. She looks shocked. Well, to stage, I've been waiting for 10 years now for someone to give me a second look, a full second look. And if they did, they would see a very advanced mind in front of them. So I'm asking you today, can you give me a second look? Um, okay, I mean, I'm not sure what, uh, second look in what, what, what I'm not sure I, in what we're going. I, I would like to come on board as vice chairman of Tesla. To... <laughs> and everyone just loses it. Oh my God. This guy's not joking. No, he's so serious, but it feels like really good satire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we don't really have a vice chairman spot, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's, uh. You know, I, I, yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I have to say uh, no. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I can also apply for a future CEO position, but I would at least, at least, I would like to come on the board of the directors. I apologize. Is it to the benefit of Tesla shareholders? Uh, I, I, I think we. It's like you guys are gonna thank me for being oh on board God, here. The friggin' ego. This is incredible. Let me to move on to another another question. My apologies. I apologize. Um, thank you for your time. All right. Oh, 
That is a that is such a good level of cringe. Oh man, it's tough. And look, shoot your shot, all that stuff. Because <laughs> that's it. That's isn't it. that the problem? Because people are like, you know, you got to take your opportunity. It's like Big Sean stopped Kanye West on the street and rapped for him, and look where he got. You know. People do those big moment shots and they talk about it in interviews for years to come. Mm-hmm. This guy goes, here's my moment. Here's I've got Elon moment. Musk in the same room. I haven't been able to, he hasn't been answering my emails. His secretary has been just throwing my letters in the bin. No one's giving me a second look. This is my moment. This is it. I'm going to go to the conference and just stick up my hand. And that's the problem. Isn't there such a disconnect from what's in your mind to what actually will happen in reality, son? That's just it, man. I think this is the worst part about manifesting, you know, manifestation culture where people are like, all you need to do is ask and it will all happen for you. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. That was so satisfying to watch. (laughs) Thank you again. Fine. Judgment. So the mysterious man that comes forth and asks Elon Musk to let him be the vice president slash future CEO. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in waiting, obviously, of Tesla Motors or just Tesla. I don't even know what he was asking. Mm. <laughs> Does it prove mm. God's dead or alive? Ah, oh, man. Oh, don't be so quick. Don't be so quick. He might be God himself. (laughs) So we've talked a lot on this show about self-awareness. Generally, reading a room seems to be a very useful skill. Bro, and it's a skill that I didn't realise I had. Like, God, that sounds arrogant. But I... Maybe you could be the CEO. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to come and ask next time. Like, Elon Musk, I can read a room. (laughs) But when I first had class at university, I remember a very specific moment going, oh, shit, I turned out okay. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You see some people and you're like, whoa. Like, I thought I was awkward. See, and I, I reckon I was, I, I was that for other people. You reckon? Yeah, oh, yeah, for no, sure. No, dude, but like, you think about, I, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast of a- You have. Did we end up publishing it? I think we did. Oh, shoot. About the, uh, yeah, yeah, no, okay. Yes, let's get let's right. get into this. So, <laughs> I had a class one time. It was uh, it was basically this class where every week they would have a different guest speaker to come in and tell you about their career and how that they sort of made it in their chosen field. The problem is when I was doing my degree, it's like pretty pretty broad. It's media futures was the name of this course, right? Of this uh, unit, and when you're doing like a media degree, you've got you know. People want to do PR. Some people want to do radio and TV. Some people want to do writing. Some people want to do uh, other stuff. So for me, I'm not really interested in PR. We'd have some people come in that were more PR people. And those weeks, I'm a bit more like, cool, respect it. I'm sure I was still open-minded to learning lessons of how they got to where they got though, right? One week we had, so we had a Facebook group for people that were doing like film and, and stuff for one of the units I did. And... We were, someone started talking in that in that group going, God, this guy is pretty boring. And no offense, look, he was a pretty boring speaker. He was talking about, the problem was though, he was talking about how he brought these like laptops to third world countries and stuff and how he made this whole scheme. So pretty noble stuff. But as a speaker, I wasn't super engaged. It was pretty like dry. And we all start sounding off on this thread just going, oh yeah, like Shut up, kind of thing. Shut up. 
There was a guy that ran the the unit um, who would always wear a scarf and um, scarf man. He would always introduce the guests, and he's like, oh, "I'm so honored to have you here." Blah 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 blah. His ass is on the line. Then at one point, there's this girl in my grade in my unit um, who I'll just call Sally. It's not her name. It actually isn't. I want to protect her identity. She's going off being like, yeah, this sucks so much. She's really, really vocal. Sally is naturally like a little, a little weird, I guess. Super lo- lovely. Um, I worked with her on some assignments. Really nice person, but yeah, could be a little strange. So Sally, I go, oh, Sally, you should like, you should ask a question or something. And then Sally goes, because we'd always ask questions at the end. Sally goes, oh, what if I asked... How is this even relevant to my degree? And I was like, yeah, you should. But I thought that's just a joke. That, that feels like a joke. It's never going to happen. Yeah, We're just don't laughing. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Come on, Sally, please. So then, so then it's like question time. I look over and Sally's got her hand up. And I'm thinking, no way. You're like, no way, dude. No way. And because I thought, look, Sally might have, we were joking, but this is when you get serious and you actually ask a real question. Because you could go, look, I learned something from that. Let me find out. Straight up. The guy goes, yes. What was your question? Um, yeah, sorry. I just want to know, how is any of that relevant to my degree in any way? <gasps> Sally, you fool. And then what happens is Sally kind of looks around at us, the fellow people in her degree, in her unit. And there's like 300 people in this, in this lecture theatre. No one laughed. No one's smiling. Oh, brutal. And her expectation would She's have been gonna like... She's going to look around and go, oh, they're going to go, yeah, yeah, yeah so Sally, funny. Sally. So funny. She turns around and we are not even looking at her. We're like, oh my fucking God. I can't believe she just said that. Gee whiz. She's looking around like smiling, smiling, smiling. And the guy is literally like, oh, I'm really sorry that that wasn't I'm just, like relevant to you. I'm and so he would have been hurt, yeah. And the guy running the unit's like, oh, like I'm so sorry that that happened. That is just unacceptable. Anyway, <laughs> Sally... Sally's like writing in the thread like yeah like that was so funny we're like we didn't think you'd actually do it yes what the hell and no one she thought we were going to back her up not everyone was pissed like everyone in the room so look you look at situations like that right it reminds me of the Elon Musk thing where I'm thinking okay I'm 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 doing all right yeah, we, you which know, is, I'm an awkward guy for sure I've done awkward stuff but I know that I'm never going to get to that level that's it isn't it it's exactly like the jawline you think you're going in for a strong jaw and it actually makes you hungry and makes you have a weak jawline it's the the guy who says i think i'm going in to impress everyone and show them my genius and comes off an outcast or it's sally who goes in being like i'm gonna be so heralded as the class clown and all of a sudden she's outcast it's brutal it's brutal it's so ironic and funny so the Elon Musk guy, what does he prove? I think I think God's dead because of the circumstances that lead people to that moment. The the rhetoric around like, yeah, come on, you can just shoot your shot. It's quick it, fixes again. It's, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. jawline thing on a whole other level, isn't it? It's this this two hour challenge to get a CEO job as opposed to working your whole life. That's such a YouTube video. I became a CEO in two hours. I Buzzfeed did. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess when that sort of doctrine is spat out, I don't think that there's much respect for what's really going on, which means there's no order and no God. No God's guiding that behavior. Absolutely. <laughs> or at least not a, like a benevolent God. <laughs> yeah, at least not Elon. 
That was very, um, God, we were teetering close to, like, God is dead FM. Oh, man. I'm... The problem with this! <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, now Milzy. Milzy. Oh, dear. Um, we will do an episode one day of God is dead FM. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, um, I we absolutely should. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to see everything we talked about, like we say, the Instagram is God is dead, not clickbait. Cam, your Instagram Street is... 69. Bryce, your Instagram is... Bryce V. Mills. We have YouTube and stuff, too, if you want to suss that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, make sure you leave a review if you're liking what you hear. I know it sounds... Red- Lobster-worthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> lobster-worthy. Lobster-worthy. That's, that's where I was thinking with that. aloud, but I was always going to get to lobster-worthy. I yeah, think that's so the point. Leaving a review, very lobster-worthy mode. Yeah, uh, feel free to say hashtag lobster-worthy in uh, your review. Yeah. That would. Oh, that's the challenge this week. Uh, if yeah. you can do that, we're yeah, going to show you Just keep it. Basically, our, our plan with the reviews is for any non-listener to just be confused when they see them. Yeah, so go crazy, go wild. Um, just go bizarre. Feel free to drop a few. Uh, and if you like what you're hearing, feel free to tell some people. We want to get some wild stuff to you soon. So uh, if you get some more people involved in the team, then who knows? The God Squad will grow to... <laughs> to church size. <laughs> dangerous sizes. Hell yeah. Love you. Case closed.